again for the second time and it's lovely to have her back we wish we could have her back every week but you know she's a very busy woman uh it is maylin how are you doing me hi guys i love you too and i'm so happy to be back hi. <laughs> um if you haven't heard may's wonderful thoughts in her old boy episode yes. go back and listen to that it is probably one of our shorter ones but i think packed with content in there so short we did not even pick up Hayakon. no oh man we didn't no Oh wow! Pick I a miss what? <laughs> on on this show, we like to pick who is the background supporting character, the unsung hero. Yes, yes, yes. In, in, yes. in, in, this, oh. in the show, um, and we didn't do that for old no. boy. Mm. Um, mm. I, I can't remember the character's name, but the guy that won that ran the little hotel for Toshi. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's actually <laughs> that's cool. Guess. Yeah, yeah. Either that or the, or the or the one who when he wakes up out the box and he holds and him. And he sees him. <laughs> yeah. He sees him. Yeah. I mean, it, the guy who runs the hotel, that's the one that takes the teeth, teeth out, out of him. Yeah, yeah, that would be mine. That's what popped into my head when mm-hmm. you said it. Mm-hmm. Or or his, his best friend who helps him to uncover the plot near the end. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's he's a good dude. He's <laughs> a good, you know, wingman. Um, but she came in that episode saying that she was not prepared and just floored me and bam <laughs> with her thoughts. And... Are you m- feeling more prepared for this episode? Absolutely. Okay, well then I am just, I don't know what to expect in this case. If I don't know anybody who's seen this movie more than me. Really? I know it line How many line. times have you seen Fargo? I even watched it last night. <laughs> I, like I Give used us to, a, a tally. Okay, so the movie came out in 1996 mm-hmm. and... um. I was a young girl, mm-hmm. but I was, it was, yeah, it was just the best thing I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, decades later... Now that I'm actually into film and I'm an actor by profession, mm-hmm. it's I can't believe that it's still like my number one favorite film of all time. Yeah, and I look at it um, on a structural level now. Was it, was and it your baby girl, Francis? <laughs> I just think it's genius in every yeah. way and entertaining yeah. and a spectacle and. Um, it was um, Ebert's best film of '96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, it really um, it's just fun, a fun watch. It's it, it's funny to call it fun. Because it is fun. <laughs> it's it's like I mean the poster I think cap- encapsulates it because it says a homespun murder story, yeah. but it's like it's done in a quilt, like mm-hmm. it's been knitted. Quirky. Quirky. So it's it's this kind of like quirky, you know, um, domesticated look at gruesome violence, and that mm-hmm. juxtaposition is very very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned being a young girl when this came out. I had not been born, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> because I was born ninety six. I right. was born July ninety six. Ah, I was okay. Um, just on my way to make my newlywed parents' life even more hectic because <laughs> they had my my sister at the time. Um, I was about five and I was really right. busy watching Lion King. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not watching Fargo at five <laughs> years old. Yeah. And if you were, your parents did something <laughs> either very, very disturbing. wrong or very right. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think in prepping for this episode, it made me realize just how much I do enjoy Fargo. Like yeah. I saw it... I think maybe it was when the TV series was coming on air oh. and um, I had never seen the original, I don't think. Oh, and, and my yeah. parents, you know, we gathered around to watch it. And it was just, it was a movie that when it ended, it's like, can we watch that again? Yeah, yeah. Just right, right now back, yeah. so we can, because yeah. like 
it, it has so many twists and turns and surprises, and then you just want to watch it again with all that in your mind. Yeah. You know, similar to the old boy, actually. All right, so, so going from Malin's, what, 1,000 watches mm-hmm. to your twice? I've seen it twice. Twice? Yeah. Um, I'm coming in hot. I watched it for the first time. Really? Like three, four nights ago. I had convinced myself that oh, I had seen wow. this movie because it felt so familiar. I'd seen it examined so much oh, in media. Okay. I convinced myself. I was like, oh, of course I watched That's it. That's crazy. And then I watched right, the right. TV series and I'm like, this all feels so familiar. Oh, no. I know all the strings and yeah. I know all the. I'm like, yes, of course. And then I fired it up last night just to rewatch it. Yeah. And then it started and I'm like, oh, oh no. I have not seen this right. at all. Right. And right. you know what? Pretty excellent movie. Pretty so excellent. excellent. <laughs> so excellent. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, you know, it says that it's based on a true crime, mm-hmm. and it is. Um, like uh, the the writers, the Cohen brothers, were really trying to fuck with the audience. What is what's different is the characters are imagined. Yes. Right. So, um, it's actually the crimes are real. The characters. Yeah, it's actually based on a, a crime of a woman in 1986 who was murdered, and her name was Hell. Craft, H E L L E, and um, she was missing, and you know in Fargo there's an arrangement to get the wife kidnapped, ransom, this sort of thing, and eventually it goes missing, and we know what happens. Mm-hmm. But um, so this woman went missing, and they found that her husband had all of this fake insurance and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and then they also found in his car a hacksaw. Um, tape and a wood chipper. Mm-hmm. So the wood chipper is used in the movie in a completely different yep. way for oh, a completely well, I mean, different that character. Is, that's when you do, you're making cinema and you have a story involving a wood chipper. Yeah. You're gonna up <laughs> yeah. the ante. How am I gonna bit. put this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, no, no. I I know this movie inside out. Yeah. I'll I te- s- yeah. I um. So when when it started and I saw the based on true story, which the series also mm-hmm. leads with. Um, Every episode starts with that yeah, that yes. blurb yeah. of um the story told here is true. Um, the, in respect of the dead, yeah, everything is the told exactly the same. Yeah. Only the names of the pe- persons yeah, have been changed. Guys, this series on Netflix of Fargo mm-hmm. is not Fargo. Yeah. This is us. These are these are other writers yes, who have done too. spin-offs mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've watched like a couple seasons, and I'm like, I just cannot. Can't, I can't, it's, it's, not, it's not hitting it's the spot. Just, like yeah, the original, yeah, you know, it's a so different experience. Yeah. So the yeah. real thing, the movie oh, with no, Francis. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking to the public but um what, what it reminded me because um i looked into it and like i i i thought they were like like, like just outward outwardly fucking with people in that like it with all those based on a true crime based on a true it's just like how can you really get to the meat of the matter and actually depict the events and that was that was to me them just publicly owning it and being like, there's no such thing yeah. as a true movie. Right. You cannot <laughs> do bit by bit. Exacto mundo. Yeah, exacto mundo. And then it's also reminded me of the Cohen's other masterpiece, No Country for Old Men, mm. yes. when Tommy Lee Jones' character on the phone with um, uh, Luanne, I think the wife is, and she's asking him, he's recalling something he told her, and she's like, that story you told me about so-and-so, was it true? And he goes, what story? And and, and then he like catches himself, he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, it, it's true, it is a story. And that was my, that's my favorite line yeah. of the film, where yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's every story we tell right. is, yeah. is fabricated in our own way. Absolutely. You, you, it, you can ask three people to recall the same event, all of them will give you different It's events. funny, yeah. what you're saying now reminds me of the synopsis for Mike Yamagina, 
mm-hmm. who's the character in Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is a comedic element, sure. Yeah. But what's Francis the purpose of friend. yeah? What's the purpose of Mike Yamagina? Like um, when you when you when you leave, okay. Mike is really important. Like if you took he, away, he 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 seems um no, it's it embodies what you just said yeah, about yeah. what one considers truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, interpretations of of things that we we say and and sometimes we give snippets of what's real but it's it's not Nailin, the... I, I like that you're jumping right to my pyacon of the film really ah, because i think like he seems so superfluous yeah. in the in in the structure From the get-go, of it go and then you hear but then he is actually like one of the most important factors because marge is like who is a fantastic detective exactly and really get into this case she's not exploring it from the, she's just looking at like hard physical evidence. She can like look at the body and look at the murder scene and go, oh, of course, well, A led to B led to D. When she's like talking to people in Minnesota and when she's talking to um, uh, uh, William Macy, one, one of the best characters, yes. uh, she takes him at face value. Right. And it's not until the phone call with her friend after speaking to Mike. Right. She's like, oh, yeah, Mike was lying about his wife. Right. And she's like, oh, lying. And, and it, it just gives her that idea like, Wait, what am I? What am I? What am I being lied to by the main suspect? Obviously, mm-hmm. it, it just it just creates that little light bulb in her head, which helps her go back yeah. and like really solve the case. So he is he seems super plus, but it's those little moments in our lives that make us go, oh, I wonder if if this person acts this way, maybe yeah. this person was all stacked. Because this it way, feels like then, an aside from the film, her does. whole yes. jaunt of reconnecting with him, and yeah. and you know, it's just like this is just another weird thing that happened. Though. Yeah. This person making up this fabrication exactly. of his right his, his and his little five minute scene like maybe my favorite performance it's, it's wonderful yeah, it yeah. really is and Marge as a as a detective too is quite uncomfortable yeah. with him yeah. and and sus- a, a little suspicious yeah a little suspicious and then to have the truths um, be so heart wrenching yeah. as well um, it breaks your heart a little bit yeah. you know he's a very sad character yeah right? yeah but um, well, I mean well him everybody's a little sad <laughs> yeah <laughs> well talking about um, you know, truth and, and stories that people tell. So the whole thing is about the, um, I, I guess you could call it the main character, but um, William H. Macy's character making up this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- what you just said about Francis McDormand's character. Jerry Lundergaard. Right. Fantastic name. <laughs> um, but Marge, her, her moment of, you know, taking apart his story and, and thinking maybe he's being deceitful, that's just, it's going against her idea of this like neighborly way that people are mm-hmm. you know or like Minnesota it, nice right uh, so uh, I had sent you this this graphic mm-hmm. um, because this is what I I am I, um, caught up with the fifth season of the show this week um, and the graphic and the definition that popped up on the f- after for the first episode said Minnesota nice which means an aggressively pleasant demeanor often forced in which a person is chipper and self-effacing no matter how bad things get yeah. and I mentioned it before, but that juxtaposition of just this very nice way of talking, mm-hmm. this very folksy Christian mm-hmm. neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then having you know these awful things happen, um, it's it's like a mask. It's a mask yeah. for the entire community. And a lovely contrast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it, it it makes it so that he can get away with doing something mm-hmm. so devious and and duplicitous. Yeah, and, and I what, think the water for ducks back. To yeah. The What's also nice about it is that's never really been seen on cam. Yeah. I don't think anyone has seen uh, Minnesota, the yeah. landscape like this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, so it's like 
they're, they're taking us into a kind of territory that we don't really know. Yeah. And then the language that's used, the melodic uh, yeah. um, nature and um, the Minnesota nice. Yeah. It's not something that we've kind of seen. The Canadian light. Right. Canadian and, but, light. But it, gives, it gave me an idea. Like just this morning, I thought, how nice to dive into some kind of place or culture or something mm-hmm. that no one has ever seen yeah. at all. The and, coins, and the put coins it are on, from Minnesota. Yeah. And, yeah, like they are. Yeah. Nice. And put it on cam, though. Like yeah. I'm just thinking of, of something exterior now mm-hmm. and aside from, from Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take what seems banal and boring and or whatever, and b- it becomes kind of like how we were fascinated with Wolf Creek a little <laughs> bit. They were taking us into the, you know, um, awesome. right. But uh, yeah, we we'd never really seen snow and ice like that day yeah. after day, and yeah. um, the 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 language of the people. It's almost completely behavior. alien watching right, it, right? Because you know? most times films you're you're watching things that are done on coasts or mm-hmm. in, you know or north in the or city, south. Yeah, yeah, like these yeah. kind of as they call them flyover areas. Yeah. You you don't really get a sense of culture that's there, but there is a culture there. Absolutely. There's a whole I, way of I, life. I really love the two scenes of um, uh, Steve Buscemi on the when he's hiding the money on the road. And the fact that he can just be on this large road and he knows nothing is coming and he can just sit down and hide his money meticulously. Yeah. And he can just look around. And he's like, nobody's coming. Even when they commit the murder, they're like, we can freely yeah. kill this police officer yeah. because who's to say exactly. someone is coming on this road? One of my it, favorite it's little... It's the big emptiness of Yeah. The, like how we, we talked about Mike Yamagina. One of my favorite little scenes in that movie are two actors that are not very dominant or important. A man sweeping the street and a cop. Yes, yes. And they just yes. talk about the weather after they... He says um, somebody some came others. down looking for a, yeah. like a, a you know a little sex worker, yeah. and um, the, I, that there again the language and uh, just the just interesting. <laughs> so what makes this film good, right? So from mm. the get go, yeah, just 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 I'll give you two big hits from the get go, sure. um, and it goes right back to the great Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. He always said. Don't spoon feed the viewer. Mm-hmm. Don't bore them. Don't let them predict the thing. You know the obvious. And the coins from the get go, it's so unpredictable. You everything you think it's not. It's the opposite. It's such wonderful twisting. Mm-hmm. Another wonderful thing they they kind of have from Hitchcock there, uh, as in Psycho. We don't meet our lead character until Thirty forty minutes, minutes into the film. Right. So we don't see wonderful Frances McDormand, um, who wore this huge bag of bird seed. She was not <laughs> pregnant and. Um, that was bird seed. Yeah, it was bird oh, seed, man. and That's she said, "Heavy." Yeah, she said. <laughs> so when she's she didn't practice, like the, she's really good. Oh man! No, she said she didn't practice how to walk like a pregnant person, uh-huh. and she didn't practice. She said she didn't want to play pregnant, mm-hmm. but they just just give it to me, right. just yeah. give this and thing to me, and let me go with it. And she and said, she just immediately had to walk that way. Yeah, but she said for her. She got into the character with the wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the wig, really. It wasn't the... You the know what's funny? I was watching um, Yellow Jackets recently, and Christina Ricci, she plays one of the survivors of the plane crash in that show, and she talked about... Oh, you need to see my face? Yeah. Um, she talked about getting into costume and everything, you know, like the wardrobe and everything was fine, but it's when she puts on the wig, Absolutely. She, that feels like now the character. character now now character. she's like, oh, I'm no longer Christina. Mm-hmm. I am I am Mitzli. Yeah. I am this person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... And I tell you, it's a real thing um, as, a, as a theater actor, mm-hmm. you know, like when we're, oh, we're no, getting ready. On, yeah. yeah, when we're getting ready backstage, um, it can be something like even tying the shoe of who yeah. you are or, yeah. or um, um, fiddling with the pearls around the neck backstage if you're this uptown housewife right, it's, it's right, like right. there Those are certain affects. yeah there are certain is, it, is there like a mirror backstage there are several mirrors yeah and in the changing rooms too mm-hmm. so um but it's a physical 
uh, connection yeah. and uh, a sort of physical transformation right, yeah. that right, happens. Right. Um, Almost like is, a totem that brings you into yeah, the Yeah, it's person. wonderful. And you're yeah. not separate and apart from the character. Mm. You know, you are the, the yeah. it's a living, breathing, the, you the, know. The, the, the same thing happens to like um, misogynistic comedians when they put on the lady wig to their yes, skits. They're absolutely. <laughs> all of a sudden they're locked into this yeah. character. Yeah. character right. Oh no, yeah, but then they become their mom. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're always, it's always those um, issues with their mom that they're playing out. Um, yeah, so Fargo mm-hmm. there, um, yeah, those wonderful two constructs. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, most movies you kind of know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, as simple as that sounds. And also we don't really meet our, our true grit until a little further down. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Coens, it's funny, when the Coens were, were casting that film, mm-hmm. they always had Francis because by then Joel was married to her. Mm-hmm. He... They met by accident for an audition for their first movie, Blood Simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was an actress who was going to play it. She couldn't make it that day, and Francis was her roommate. So she sent Francis to go and like audition the part. We, 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 and, we discussed um, this. We did our Evil Dead retrospective. Ah. Mm-hmm. And we were saying that like it's crazy because like the Coens edited the first Evil Dead movie. Yeah. And so Francis was was with them at the time. Right. So they were like, imagine like Sam Raimi, uh, Bruce Campbell, the Coens and Francis, and Francis all kind of hanging out. I know. Yeah. So cool. Time. Speaking of that though, Bruce Campbell is in this. Yeah, yeah, he he's, he's on the TV. He's, he's a TV. TV actor, the soap yeah. opera actor. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, all so just one big happy family. Like a family. Yeah. Right, right. So yeah, they, they, they always had Francis, but they never liked William H. Macy. And he did about 50 auditions. He would follow Disney Perfect. I can't think of anybody else. So he, he followed William them. William H. Macy has like maybe the saddest face he has in the, the game. Yeah, yeah. Face. So he plays game. pathetic really well. So well. That's why they actor. made so many seasons of Shameless. It's just him <laughs> being this drunk, pathetic He's father. a wonderful actor. Yeah. And the Coens like to in, cast. In, in, Bo- in Boogie Nights, he's my favorite favorite is Steve Steve Buscetti who's done other movies with them mm-hmm. um, he's a great actor and the Coens admit they like to hire quirky faces yeah. ugly strange mm-hmm. like they ask mm-hmm. for this in audition just I, non-typical I, um, I, I wrote a note here's something I've always respected about the Coen brothers with almost every movie that they make they say to themselves okay this movie will have wall to wall ugly character actors given some of the best material of their careers and secondly and most importantly everyone will do a silly fucking accent yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I I've never seen uh, Steve Buscemi like in a role that I don't appreciate him. Just he's, by uh, he's, never, he's, just, he's never, never been he's bad. so good, yeah. Yeah. so so good. And the one that they ran down is the wonderful German actor um, Steve Strome, um Peter Stormer. Peter Stormer. Yeah. What happened was he was doing Hamlet hmm. in England, okay. and they saw him, and, and they wanted him to do a movie. Yeah. No, not even Fargo. Uh-huh. They hadn't even written Fargo yet. Okay. They wanted him to do a movie, and they kept. And he refused them. Like, he was a theater actor, mm-hmm. he, and they weren't that big mm-hmm. as directors. Mm-hmm. So it was back and forth, and he couldn't, uh, they couldn't get a hold of him. And then Fate had it one day. Uh, they saw each other again. Like, he was doing another play, and they kept saying, you know, please, will you work with us? <laughs> and he's like, all right, send me the script. Mm-hmm. And um, he is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, superb in yeah. Fargo. Um, Bang, and, it goes. Bang, it goes. 
just and yeah so in the audition in the when he did the filming and he said take me to pancake house they said uh cut yeah and he said what did i do wrong mm-hmm. and they said the line is pancakes house yes. mm-hmm. so he said i saw it i thought it was a typo <laughs> and he goes no 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 there, there are, are no, no typos, typos in a cohen script in a cohen script we are meticulous yeah so mm-hmm. he had to do it again i wow, want okay. pancakes house M- much much much, <laughs> much like tarantino there is no ad lib yeah. on this set the script yeah. is a script all yeah. the ums arms oh yes they're all commas there. are all right there in this yeah. Yeah. yeah and um yeah just uh, bringing up that you have some characters who only do that like the ya yeah. the ya yeah. scene yeah. with the two um and then, um, two it's, it's just so difficult for me to not just do the minnesota accent this i was wondering if you were going to start really, this episode no no we have it. a special guest yeah. man i could never could never be to. silly in front of i have a place. question though so as as a performer um what is really your so if, say you were you know given a script and they're they're like just say it as a script is is that your preference does it is there like a comfort there to just saying the words as they are or do you prefer a little bit more you know leeway where you can improvise a little bit oh you mean on set yeah like if it, how a director you're, tells you're, yeah. you to to yeah like if, you if you're if you get a piece of work mm-hmm. and you're doing the performance like how he said uh, a pancake house oh but then yes. they said go straight to what the script is do you prefer uh, you know doing something where you're locked into one way of doing it or do you prefer where you can maybe improvise a bit and do it your own way okay well i'm a little different okay i would never disrespect the script or deviate right, from the right. script okay um Got so you. that would never happen to me to the point where i will say the thing which is completely absurd or wrong and is a typo right, right. until you tell me that it's it's <laughs> I shouldn't say that right. um and I respect every pause every 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 comma right. is very important right, right, um right. uh I really love my director right. and trust my director and I'm one of those actors that need direction right. because if you give me work I'll just do my own thing mm-hmm. and it might not be suited to the material I might have a vision that is um usually a little bit too large mm-hmm. um and scaling down is important for mm-hmm. me to be more human so you right? see yourself almost so, as like a vessel of absolutely. the story yeah, and absolutely yeah absolutely I I absolutely love a comma in a script yes <laughs> because that means the actor gets to do something that cannot be written down. Right. Like, you get to take a beat. Absolutely. And I cannot write down what beats I think you should take. A facial Absolutely. expression. A facial it could be. Yeah. expression yeah. Yeah. all you know. But, but the homework is what's important. I don't right. want my director stopping me in the middle of filming mm-hmm. to talk to me about character or yeah. delivery of lines. Right. That doesn't right. happen. Let's get, let's yeah, that doesn't yeah. happen. So the homework and the research is important. And yeah. you usually are very close. You ought to be close with your director. Right. And um, be able to call them at 2 a.m. and say, you know, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd mm-hmm. love to do the part with some tissue paper in my mouth like Marlon Brando <laughs> did in Godfather <laughs> or and okay let's try it right. or no that, and that's 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 ridiculous right. okay, you know yeah. so I like yeah. to like I don't have the tissue paper but right <laughs> we um it's nice to talk uh, to be close and yeah, develop yeah, this yeah. with your director some collaboration yeah and it, vice yeah. versa mm-hmm. too you know um, some directors are very clear about what they want mm-hmm. and you the actor um, should always remember you have the part because they, they, trust, you. they trust you yeah and um, directors should also let the actor go mm-hmm. if you put them in the part yeah. because the most difficult part of, of doing any of, ca- of anything is casting mm-hmm. yeah. so when you have the right guy and you know his disposition. Right. Just leave him and let yeah. him. Let him. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I, I guess I'm answering both. Yeah, yes, yeah, I like yeah. to experiment, but that's um, in the in the homework. In the way. back end, right? Yeah, and then right. when we get on set, yeah. um, 
time is money. Right. I have yeah. respect for crew. The right. man holding the boom. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. It's it's it's. I'm. I. I really love efficacy. Yeah. And respect for time. But but film is different from theater. Right. Um. Theater, you get to play a little bit more. Yeah. Um. um so sorry. That's one of my favorite um quotes. Going back to Tom Lee Jones again. Yeah. When he gets hired for No Country for Old Men. Yeah. And they he wanted a script. Him, they wanted him early on. Yeah. Mm. He sees a script and he's just like, Yeah, I'll do it. And he calls them back like 10 minutes late and he says, by the way, you guys know I'm an asshole, right? And they're like, uh-huh. And he's like, all right, great, fine. As long as we're all on the same page. Yeah, there's a there's a list in Jamaica too, just like the rest of the oh, world. Really? Of like people that are difficult to work with. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. But they're very talented. I find mm-hmm. all of those people on that difficult list. So, you know, yeah. you just, you weigh your pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe they yeah, know the, they're the, good, the, so the they ego, get arrogant. The ego, the ego and the talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, is it worth it? And then you have people who are assholes and are not talented, yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, so, like, another thing about this movie, speaking, because I feel like juxtaposition is just the, the name of the game for yeah. this film. Um, the themes of the movie. Yeah, because, like, you, well, seeing a pregnant woman being the protagonist being our hero being the hero <laughs> and, and like yeah. going out and, and all you by know. herself too because like yeah. the, the She's smartest character in the whole movie one yeah. of the one of the lines when she gets to the scene of the crime is where are the others mm-hmm. and the 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 the, the kind deputy, of dunsty one holding the two coffees says it's cold, Marge. Like, right, there's no right, one else. Right. And um, she's spot on smart. Yeah. And also her relationship with her husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. So He's such a lovely man. Yeah, yeah, listen, we're going back to the simple things of life and what's important in yeah. life. And it's, um, you know, just love and Do the tenderness. Love yeah. There's all this death and murder and conspiracy going on. And all this man wants is to, it, it's a painting competition. To get his bird on a stand. Yeah. He's mallard, yeah, to get his bird and, he, and and he's what is it? He doesn't win, right? And she's, con- he she's like no, place. he gets another stamp, right? Not the, not the one he and, but she's comforting him at the end, and it's like she she like that's so important to him, and she acknowledges yeah. how important it is to him. That's always stuck with me about when, when she wakes up and she, and she gets the car fresh. She's like, oh god, it goes like no no no, 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 no fix you some eggs. Breakfast. I, I love that scene. Busy no. day. I love You've that. Gotta scene. get breakfast. I watched that scene and I saw myself and my wife when I she see me when and she and has scenes yeah. too. We said it last night. Yeah. That's us, you know. It's just because like you don't want to do it. No, because but you she she has for your partner. She would she has like these super long shifts, and I know she would probably not get a chance to eat yeah. and she just doesn't you know like putting together the food for herself yeah. she's just not going to do it so i yeah. say i will do it yeah. i i am not working today but you will need to eat and yeah. that that concern and care for your partner um they, they have such a loving relationship yes. and you don't see it that much in the Even film he brings her to arby's yeah and he's just yeah like, like yeah and work, night crawlers i'm not interrupting you like right you do your thing yeah. Yeah. just the basic the core of of yeah. of what matters in life. Yeah. You and know? It, it's like... If which is absent. Which is absent from all the other characters. Yes. You know? I so was let's just look about at to say... Yeah. Cold, of, of, cold, yeah. um, let's mention also um, Stan Grossman. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, not, uh, Wade. Yeah. Wade. Um, so yeah. this actor, I don't know enough, but this actor is uh, the one that plays the father, is apparently a very famous actor who yeah, did a he, lot of movies and didn't have any work for a long yeah. time. He wasn't working for like 20 years and they specifically and went they to him. specifically asked him to mm. play the okay. dad. Yeah. He is so good. Oh. So, so good. I mean, even the... Even Assistant. The, <laughs> now I was going to say, even the man that asked for the $4 in the parking lot is just... Everybody's good. Everybody's just everybody's so, good. so good in this. No in small this, parts. No yeah. Small parts. yeah. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in Fargo is the chase scene. 
after the sheriff is killed mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and that, the, the, that chase down that icy dark mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. road and the car swerves off yeah I am in love with every uh, frame of, of, <laughs> of um, Peter Stormé. He's, yeah. he's just amazing. I think they smoked a thousand cigarettes in I mean, <laughs> the first week of filming, but it was just genius. Watching it again last night, too. Um, this, yeah. this, this, this was all, all um, practicing for his lovely role as Lucifer in Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I didn't love as much, but yes, yes. So uh, technically now, on a structural level, the Coens have such a wonderful um, Roger Deakins working with them in this film again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, the shot list and frame by frame of this film is superb. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone, take a random film of Jerry scraping the ice off of the car, the yeah. point of view with yeah. which we watch it. And also another lovely scene is Marge and, her, and Norm at home before uh, the trooper needs a jump. Mm-hmm. So it's a split. Yes. It's a it's stays, a, yeah, stays it's static. a steady cam, mm-hmm. but the house is split in a way that you can see them having breakfast. She can exit, exit. and go out into the snow and Through re-enter without um Breaking. and that shot reminds me so much of Citizen Kane mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Uh, when you when you see several things uh, you, you have the boy playing in the snow in the distance mm-hmm. at the exterior window and the mother at the front signing him away yeah. to the it's just um uh like two th- or three things going on in the scene at the same time, yeah. and um, none a, dominating the other. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that essay on the framing of this. Yeah, um, on on, Jer- on Jerry's specific framing. Yes, every conversation Jerry has with somebody, the power dynamics are very clear. Uh, Wade and his boss, they never look at him directly eye to eye. He's always trying to engage with him, and they're like not even paying attention. They're off talking to him, but like clearly, like like Wade is like watching. TV mm-hmm. and then like yes, when, yes, and when, when, you... when his hockey team ah, when his yeah. hockey team lose um gets scored on he's like oh and like he gets this like sharp pain and then like Jerry's trying to like talk to him about business he's just like whatever whatever and then even when they're back at dinner table and he's discussing like hey how about that 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 that, that um was it seven fifty grand and 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 he's just like we you know this would really help out me me and um was it Ju- Judy his wife and 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 the boy. And Wade is just like, they'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They will be fine. You never have to worry <laughs> yeah. about anything at all. Yes, that's interesting. But uh, very early on in the movie, we know what... There's a great line from someone who comes in to buy a car with his wife. And that sums up Jerry. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you're a bold-faced fucking liar. You're a bold-faced liar. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, the big theme for me in this movie, other than greed, mm-hmm. is stupidity. Yes. Right, so some of the stupidest people put on film, man. The absurdity, yeah. ridiculous. That can come for almost any corner. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's burn um, after reading. Brad Pitt is stupendously oh, stupid that in that movie. So much, yeah. yes, he is, and he does it so well. Yeah, and my favorite part of that movie is just at the end where J.K. Simmons is just like, I don't know what you put in your report about what happened here, but put something because we just can't. <laughs> yes, like, I, love I have that no part. idea the FBI, how we're supposed like, to. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's just something happened day. here. Uh, so what? What about? I, 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 I think you could I think you could take 20 people and each one of them could make a supremely bulletproof point of why each coin movie is the best movie they've ever made. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can make an argument for each one. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Is, yeah. Everyone has their favorites. Yeah. But no, there, there's so many things that happen in this movie that are just predicated on dumb luck and just complete lack of foresight. The, the absurdity the, of life, my guy. The, ab- absolutely. And it... it it's it's absurd to the point where it feels 
impossible, but that's almost what makes it so realistic yeah. because it feels like this could o- like this could only happen with the random course of events. Yeah. Nobody could have just written this up. Pixar has these rules, and one of the rules is like nothing should happen by chance. Mm-hmm. But Coen Brothers almost live by something happens by chance. Yes, but it yes. always seems to work for them. I can't right. remember who said it. But it's funny you said that. I didn't uh, just that whole mm. chance thing. Yesterday it was a. I watched too many movies. I watched um, Escape from Alcatraz. Then okay. I watched Great. Fargo. Yeah, I went right. back to Clint Eastwood. Then I watched Fargo. Um, and what was it you just said a while ago? It triggered um, the other movie I watched. And I he was talking Pixar. about Chance. Yeah, Pixar, Pixar has a real. Right, I watched right. again. God forgive me. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Match Point. Okay. It's <laughs> Scarlet. I love that movie so much. But yeah, it's all about That's luck and chance. Oh. And the movie opens with the court. Yeah, that's a fine movie. Day. Yeah, it opens with the tennis ball and it ends with the wedding ring. The yeah. the chance, uh, you know, and and how um, luck plays a big part in mm. the, 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 the. So yeah, back to the Cohen as Cohen brothers as you were saying, and yeah. um, they, they they live on. You, you both know the characters, understand how stupid and greedy they are, and then sometimes fate just comes and fucks you over. Yeah. And yeah. you can't do a thing about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? What's nice, too, is that the Coens leave you questioning so many things. So, so, so from the get-go, we don't know why Jerry wants this money. We, I, I, we don't, in other words, it's not spelled out. Specific, yeah, right, specific. Yeah, He's yeah. gotten himself into a lot of debt, into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, He's a con man. He's a scammer. Right. As Jamaicans would say, a chopper. <laughs> yeah. you know? I get it because, like, okay, so he has like he's, you know, he's 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 big in the car in the, in the car car um company. Automobile. Automobile. Yeah. Salesman. Automobile salesman. Um, never crooked those people. Um, and he has like a nice house. Lives in a fairly nice neighborhood. Wife, kids, a nice place. What could you want? You're right. But everyone treats him as inferior, and he just has this complex that just gets deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. And he's just like. When's my time? Yeah. When do I get a thing? And then he's so he he's so like he so he so puts himself in his scam of this like million dollars that he's running two scams. Yeah, he's, like he's both he's trying conning to be, the, he's conning the, the criminals people. as yeah, well. He, he he is smartly fucking over everybody, everybody in, in his way to win. It just it just collapses yeah. on him. Yeah. But like he's he's conning Wade and, and his partner right. for the money. He's conning Steve and um and Peter Stormare. Yeah. And then he's now conning um, Francis, but yes. it, 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 all, it, it of course does fall apart. And he's so stuck in his machinations. I love that scene when the partner goes like, so what about um your son? How's he old now? And he he's goes, just like, oh, oh shit. shit, my son. Mm-hmm. Like he's never, it oh, never shit. even thought. Don't even remember him. Yeah. Oh jeez. He's just like, oh jeez. Yeah. What's also nice is the rehearsal. And they do yeah. this a lot in movies, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I always love to see it. Like when he's, when he's packing for the phone call? Yeah, when yeah, we yeah, talk yeah, to yeah, ourselves, yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. The, the perfect joke. Yeah. The end, oh, yeah. geez. Yeah. Uh, something terrible's happened. And he's yeah. like, no, 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 let me try it again. Yeah. Hey, it's me. It's me. Yeah. Wade. Oh, oh, oh. And he tries it again. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think that that's so human and um, crazy. But uh, I can't, like, pick my favorite scene from that movie because mm-hmm. I really like I tried to say what's it a thousand times yeah I was like what's the best spot because yeah, like, last like, night my new favorite was was the was the, the chase scene at night and right. I was like listen to the music and he's taking us taking mm-hmm. us and then listen to the minimalism of the dialogue and I, I just love everything I love the actors the extras that, that did mm-hmm. the defense wounds and just just, just Damon, a gorgeous with, with, scene with fresh eyes what's your favorite scene my favorite scene mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I I like the scene where he's where where uh Steve Buscemi not Steve Buscemi uh 
William H. Macy's character mm-hmm. is talking Jerry. to his dad or his father-in-law and he's just it's 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 where he's almost like pleading and and trying to stand up for himself talking about how it's his deal yeah oh, in, the uh, office, yeah, in, the yeah. office. in the office yeah. right that's like, a we're great not a scene bad, Jerry. <laughs> right that's a great scene. and and it's like he he's built himself up in his head yeah that he's, he's like, the guy yes, yes. he he has controlled the situation yes. yeah but he absolutely does not and it's like I, there's almost like a sympathy there yes. because I get that you have just been downtrodden and people have looked down on you and, you know, you would like something for yourself. And that's a noble thing to do, but you're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. You know, it's this is not your... It, you know what? It reminded me of um, in in The Raid 2. Of course. Of course. Wow. Of course. No, with the, 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 the son who is trying to take over oh, the, the business, business but it's not his time yet. Yummy. And he's he's basically starting a, a you know a gang war, yeah. you know. But um, and it's that that thing where characters who feel like they should be like more Fredo in the Godfather, like I should be more, more important, than, yeah. I should have more of a position mm-hmm. than I do. But you're simply not talented enough. Yeah, <laughs> and even in that scene, so like, reverse imposter syndrome. Yeah, yes. okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And it's you you mentioned you know one of the themes being greed, and it's it's <laughs> that, but it's also it's it's pride and it's envy it's like wanting what other people all the have. sins all the seven <laughs> sins honestly <laughs> this this whole story is gets very biblical yeah i, I feel um just like that because to me the the world of fargo you know it's them positioning this kind of perfect idyllic world where everyone is say howdy neighbor mm-hmm. you know and very ned flanders type right everybody <laughs> being the, that neighbor you do not like because they're so annoying but the thing is they're just so decent right yeah. and that that mask of decency um almost like you know the garden of eden and then you introduce a little sin you have Mm -hmm. a a snake coming in to turn things the other way and and you know influence people to give in to their baser desires of you know i want that money i want to be the guy who runs the company um and that scene kind of encapsulates that of you know that self-delusion that story that he's told himself Mm -hmm is not the truth it's it's far from what the reality is because nobody else is going to treat him like he's that that you know commanding all right so presence. steve buscemi is pride peter stormare is wrath um, mm. <laughs> i'm breaking on the character i don't know if there's I, I actually think steve buscemi um they show him more interested in sex than mm-hmm. anyone else yeah. so like i love the scene where he goes to um have oh, so champagne he's lost. He's lost. It's, lost. he's lost that's why i brought it up right he goes right, to right. have champagne with um someone yes, 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 and yes. um i've never seen a sex scene like that in my life it's hilarious yeah. um and she's you know not to be too graphic she's on top and she's yeah. going um yeah. all righty <laughs> let's mm-hmm. go Mm-hmm. Here we go, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm just like Cohen's are just brilliant. And then, and then Lightfoot comes in and beats shit out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shep Proudfoot. Shep Proudfoot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's lots of food. Who's also a great movie. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great character. Yeah. He, and he also doesn't look Jerry in the eye when talking. It's it's, it's, it's just so oh. many like nobody even acknowledges, no, no, acknowledges Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Um, I, I want to go back. To His him. wife does. Well, sure. sure. <laughs> she's oh, got yeah, no and, onion. And, and, and she's and, looking and, at him, and she's the one he fucks over. Yeah. 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 I want to go back to my favorite scene because like. Like I said, she doesn't. Francis doesn't come into like thirty minutes in. Yeah, which is your favorite scene? I'm describing. Oh, okay. It's, it's like thirty minutes in. You know, Jerry's setting up all all his little boxes that are gonna fall, and then I'm just like, "What is movie is so good?" And everybody's so evil <laughs> and benign and like mm-hmm. don't care. And and then like here comes sweet little Francis getting out of bed and then and then going to the crime scene. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm just like. 
What's this sweet little cop going to do with all this, this, the, the, the fucking this terror of Peter Stormare? Yeah. yeah. And then she comes out and she looks at the crime scene and just, just stares at it for two minutes and she goes, okay. And just, yeah. and just, he was a big fella. Literally just yeah. another day at the yeah. end. Yeah. Right, yeah. She's really so nonchalant about it. Yeah. And then it's her land delivery of, uh, yeah, and then this era execution type style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just and, and and it just clicked on me and I'm like, that's why she won the Oscar. Yeah. That the line delivery and of nonchalant is like delivery. immediately give her the Oscar for that. Yes. Trust me. And let's also go back to script. Such <laughs> yeah. good dialogue, oh such good writing. Because oh you know yeah. I prefer um less talking and more mm-hmm. uh you know, meter the matter. Yeah. Unless I, I did yeah. bring up a contrast film um the other time I was here called um uh Oh, it's at the dinner table. To uh, dinner with Andre. My mm-hmm. dinner with Andre. Right. right. One of my favorite okay, so that's ever, that's ever, uh, ever. tell not show. Yeah. You yeah. know. But anyway, back to uh, the excellent dialogue of the Coens. Yeah, she just says it. Uh, you know, you, they, they kill that poor sheriff. He's mm-hmm. got his gun on his side. Mm-hmm. Seems mm-hmm. like a nice nice man. What a shame. Mm-hmm. And then we move on. It's a car chase, and uh, yeah, and, this and one's a he- big fella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and she heaves over. He's just like. You're right there. Just like oh, I was a little morning sickness. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, mundane day. Wonderful, oh, well. wonderful. Yeah. Really yeah. lovely too to have the hero be nine months, eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like that's never been done. Like I just mean, yeah. that's that's the genius of the film. Like if it's if you Should want to see something, minute now. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see what you haven't seen, you mm-hmm. know, like show mm-hmm. me something that I don't already know. Tell I me think something. It that does I don't take know. you off guard when you see her, and you know, typically. Their the, the relationship with her husband it would be flipped where she would be the one at home nice worrying wife, yeah. about the the folksy paintings yeah. and trying to get on the stamp like Bringing the, her the housewife murders, stuff. Yeah. No, and she's a breadwinner. She's you a breadwinner. Know, she's going norm. out. She's looking at gruesome crime scenes and to, you know there's even as she's the one in the uniform going out when she gets to the scene and she's so nonchalant about it. I still think there's an expectation that you know maybe she would have been squeamish, but no. when she when she is so you know matter of fact about it yeah, yeah. Yeah. Job, yeah. Um, she, she, she and Norm created this like back backstory to themselves mm-hmm. where like they were both police officers but Norm realized she was a better cop yeah. so he retired to kind of be the, the caretaker oh. of the home and then so I would more use something physical with Norm like um, they were both police officers mm-hmm. yeah. but he had something wrong with his vision maybe. so he couldn't yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. they wouldn't allow him with yeah, firearm yeah, anymore right right because it, he, it, it could be more detailed yeah. they just said like, like he, he decided yeah. she was a better cop so right him. and then so when they were just shooting the scene where um these they're eating the arby's and the other police officers explain to and him the night crawlers yeah and and, 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 and you, you always see them both in the frame together which is lovely just yes as, as, as a, as closeness a couple, a closeness of the couple yeah um Goals. at first they're playing it norm is norm mm-hmm. is silent in the scene while the while the while officer talking, talking. And, and, at first, go and at first fishing? norm has this kind of like inquisitive look on his face while the officer's talking and the coins are like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing and he's just like oh like I just think, like, as a foreign police officer, he would, like, care about hearing the case. And they're like, no, no, no he, he does not care. He <laughs> oh, is, he's here talking about with his wife. He does not care what is going How on. How did you find out about that? <laughs> um, I, was, I, was, I was looking up a bunch of mini documentaries. I love it, that. You know? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love... like, no, no, he does, he does not care. Yes, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> You see, that's good Good directing there. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, apparently she learned how to use and fire a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and she spoke with a pregnant police officer to yeah. help her to develop her, her backstory. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking crack shot because when my boy is running off the ice, he's like 30 yards yeah. away and she's a boop, pop Gets him in the him leg. in his knee. <laughs> yep. yeah. She's such a hero, you know. <laughs> and then to have this brutal killer. Yep. Yeah. 
and you're so afraid for Frances. She's alone in the snow. Yeah. You can hardly hear her, and she's going, please, <laughs> stop. Is it chopping up for She's Steve not afraid, and... Yeah. Um, the very piece of wood he uses to push the, the foot down in the wood chipper, mm -hmm. he throws it at her yeah. as a weapon and, and she dodges it. it. She's just, I just love every moment of that film. Yeah. Um, another nice, um, you know, there, there's so many sections that, that mm -hmm. I, I guess it, I can't say, oh, it's an important section or like the two men talking in the ice. Yeah. yeah, I cannot think of an area that I would. You know, when you say, watch some movies, you'd say, yeah, but I, yeah, I'd cut out that part there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or mm -hmm. I can't bother with that section there. Yeah. It, you look at your phone and you just wait for that. Right, part. right. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. When I'm watching Fargo, if I have to get up and pee, it's like I'm pause, going, pause is, it the, is it the part where this <laughs> happened? Like I have to run back out. Um, right. Simple lines like, uh, so what do you do? Mm -hmm. And um, what do you do? And he says, oh, I'm just in town for a little old in out, mm -hmm. in out, in out. Mm -hmm. And he's so disparaging and misogynistic mm -hmm. to his date. Mm -hmm. And um, so how long have you been at the escort service? Right. You know, he just you spins like it. Kind of work? <laughs> yeah, he spins it to her um, real, real, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just think it's talent abound. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do love the two little little um uh, prostitutes as they call him. Yeah. When Francis is talking to him, like he's a real yeah. odd looking fellow. And like I'm a Marlboro like, man. You're an odd you're an odd looking lady, don't you know? Isn't that so? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think there's um there's a, if you look at uh William H Macy's character, um he he feels like a complete contrast to the relationship with Marge mm -hmm. and her husband. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he has this expectation of what a man is supposed to be and who, mm -hmm. who he's supposed to be as a man. Yeah, and, and I got to prove, and the norm is a complete opposite. norm is a complete opposite, and they have such a healthy marriage. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah I, I appreciated seeing that because, again, that's not something that... that um, that's a really of, good observation. Yeah, like that masculine way of thinking and showing it as a negative and, and showing, you know, trying to be that person ends up being the downfall just of everything. Just the toxic, yeah. 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 It, it literally is the seed that, you know, grows into this entire clusterfuck of a movie mm -hmm. of all this shit that happens. Yeah. All because this guy just felt like he wasn't... He, he felt a it, little impotent. But guys, it brings me back to the point. Yeah. Why did Jerry want this money? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Sure, inferiority complex. This, in other words, remember he's set in life, you know. In other words, he has a comfortable life. He's not like super wealthy, but the father is whatever. Gene and Scotty never have to worry. That's the line. He'll always take care of the daughter and the son. But, you know, Wade has a job, whatever. I think, what is it? Like, we never know. Um, what problem he's gotten into, yeah, what debt, yeah. what does he owe? Because it's never the movie shows is, you is, he's is, a fuck up. Yeah. Malin, is he pride? <laughs> it is pride. Yeah, I think greed too. Yeah. I think I, really greed too because yeah, he's, he's, kind of, he's trying to outsmart. He tells him it's 40,000. No, mm. no, it's 80, okay. And then, mm. then they get this thing and he can't believe it's a million dollars in this mm. in this briefcase. He's swindling everybody, mm. every, and including the father, everyone. Um, the son... Who has a really tiny bit parts? Mm -hmm. uh, I love the Bored scene. To death of his mom. I really mm -hmm. love the scene with his mom, and uh, when they're talking about um, why we don't want you to go up for hockey because mm -hmm. of your grades, and you know what a disparity is. Mm -hmm. And that, in other words, just succinct eight lines between two people. Mm -hmm. What's the purpose of dialogue, eh? Right. It can be exposition. It can be this, da, 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 but sometimes it is. Like you said earlier, the way things are said, yeah. the tone, the musicality. And so Fargo to me is a delight to the air. Oh, absolutely. As well, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, of course, there are 
it is it is gruesome, but they don't revel in it mm-hmm. ever. And the violence is very matter of fact. Yeah, the violence is not um, portrayed for any kind of uh, exploitative um, no. uh, uh, extra. Um, you know, I I even in watching it last night when I when when Peter St- what I. What's his name in the movie? Peter Stormare? No, yeah, I think Character. it's Unga. Oh, no, Unga is the ointment he wants. It, it's, but it's... it's um, Gear Grimsrod. Okay. Because we never hear them call him by his name. Right. You realize that, right? Yeah, yeah. So when he is disappointed in his partner and says, you'll take care of it, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. I, uh, get him off of the road kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and the wife is in the back seat going, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's all tied up and whatever. Um, the, the, the delivery... The, the language yeah. you see from the get-go mm-hmm. that these two guys do not get along mm-hmm. like this the opening shot of Jerry bringing that that tan Sierra yeah, to yeah. them in the bar yeah, yeah you see from the get-go everything has gone wrong mm-hmm. you're supposed yeah. to meet you're at 7 30 you're, you're, you're no he told yeah. me 8 30 right, so right, right away communication yeah, from, yeah. from the get-go but also the partners don't understand why Jerry wants to well, as they say, rob Peter to feed Paul, Paul. Mm-hmm. you know? Like, Why don't you ask your wife for the fucking it. money then? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. he can't explain. Yeah. So they're like, okay, forget <laughs> it. Show us the car. But it shows you where the two men also don't get along with each other from right. the get-go. Mm-hmm. So nothing is, um, st- everything is structured in a way it's like a setting for a fall, setting yep. for, yeah. a mm-hmm. cruising for a bruising, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> and um, which leaves you wanting and on the tip, all the time waiting. Yeah. To, and it happens. They deliver. You know, they, they So you said earlier um, that, you know, y- you don't really know where the story is going to go. But I, you kind of do just know that things are going to fall apart. It's just more in the way that it's going to fall apart. Who is going to fuck up the most? Who is going to be the one that gets stuffed into a wood chipper? Nobody really knows at the yeah. beginning. Who gets um, shot in the face. Right. Who, yeah. Yeah. It, and I mean, I feel really bad for Steve Buscetti because um, he's such yeah. a good actor. He, he, he conveys <laughs> he conveys his misery with mm-hmm. getting whipped by Shep Proudfoot, <laughs> gets shot in the face mm-hmm. by Wade. Um, everything, just the, like his whole 48 hours is very different yeah. from Grrr at home the physicality of him running from the fence after burning the money up to the car is so funny he's yeah. like a cartoon character he's yeah. wide his <laughs> legs kicking up in the he's snow. just genius no, but you're right to say he he's having a bad time yeah a really rough years. time yeah. tough, tough and, weekend for him and what's um, what, what's kind of sad is that when we go into this little cabin that they're hiding um, Jean she's fallen over mm-hmm. yeah. and it's clearly, clear to me and you she's clearly, dead yeah. and again the the Cohen brothers mm-hmm. do not tell us okay. she was suffocated. She mm-hmm. just smothered under there. She screamed herself to she death. She was left in a house with gear. That's she all fell and hit her head. Gear. Which, which kind of actually lends to the true story aspect of it. Because it's just like some things you just don't fucking know. Yeah. We don't really know how this happened or what was the motivation behind it. Because when yeah. you're coming onto a yeah. crime scene, that's the thing that you're doing is just coming up with a story for how the bodies fell the way that they did, the blood spatter. I, I, again, to go back to No Country Old Men, when Tom mm. Lee Jones just comes and our main character is just dead and yes. then that's it. Yeah. You don't know how it happens. Yeah. He's, yeah. Just He's just dead. Exactly. They don't yeah. show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because you were talking earlier about movies before the mags went on, movies that you, you watched that you felt like you wanted more from. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. And in this... It's like Leave the world behind. Well, yeah. So in, in Fargo, it's like there's there's things that almost feel like they don't resolve. It, but in a way, the way that they do it is so satisfying. I yes. don't feel like I don't when I'm watching it, I don't feel like 
but I wanted to know more. Right. I'm I'm sitting with the the shock value of it. Like when you, when you see his foot at the top of the wood chipper, yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, this is just what's happening now, and you just have to roll with it. And that's if what I may quote Malin quoting Hitchcock, mm-hmm. don't spoon feed the audience. Yeah. Right. Let them yeah. interact with your story. Yeah. Give them just enough information for them to form. A scene that always well. upsets me. Not upsets me, but I, I notice I kind of feel really bad, even though he is a bad guy, is when they really burst in and arrest Jerry. Um, Jerry. Mm-hmm. And he's in his brief and he screams. Mm-hmm. He screams and cries so much. Um, and I just, I always think about his choices. You know, I always yeah. say yeah. as an actor, you know, like, A, I could never do that. You're so fucking good. Mm-hmm. B, <laughs> who told you to behave this way? Right. Um, C, like, it's just... It's like you 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 you, sh- you kind of cur- you know clench his, your fists his at it. Panic when Francis comes back <laughs> to interview him again, I and love. he's just like this. I'm I'm cooperating here. Like I'm and and then and then she says my favorite line. She's he's fleeing the interview. You need to get snippy with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when she says that, I'm like you're fucked. Francis just told you not to get snippy. Like that something that was not um, planned in filming that movie that they kept in the movie mm-hmm. is when Jerry Lundegaard is at his desk doodling very hard with the pen, making yeah. circles. Yeah. So that was never in the script. So, right. So and it's just a panic. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just an, an aside of, of thing. And that's, again, to show you the actor's immersion into the character because he's already doing a scene where he's rehearsing Oh jeez! Yeah. Um, oh, um, how am I gonna tell um, Jean's gone? You know, but without saying I know how she yeah. left or whatever. You know, no, 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 gotta no police. Car- gotta get into character. Yeah, no police. <laughs> the kidnapper said only me. We're dealing with only me, and mm-hmm. um, and then he's so it's almost like he's doing he's he's embodying it, even when he's not the focus of the cameraman. Right. And he's doing something in character that is so good and relevant. That it becomes a part of the film. Yeah. Something simple like doodling, but but how we doodle, like he's pressing with such aggression and, and frustration. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. There's everything, the speed of it. And then Marge kind of peeps at it and shrugs it when she peeps at some of his papers. Um yeah. and how it's like a snicker, like how hilarious to think this man is busy at work. So so busy. Sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you. Um, I know you're busy, I'm carrying quite a load. Can mm-hmm. I sit down? Mm-hmm. And he leaves the room and you, you know it's like Damien you said to me Maisie I only have five minutes I'm really busy right, get right. to the point you mm-hmm. know and I'm here and you don't want me here mm-hmm. um, but you have to run off to, to someone's at the gate mm-hmm. and I look to see what you were so so busy at and it's yeah. like Mario trying to get the mushroom <laughs> like, like very important and it's like yeah. or you know what I mean something like yeah, a screen yeah. set, like some kind of kaleidoscope like you're doing nothing nothing yeah. of, of value and, um, I'm doing my alone time man. yeah <laughs> but, but the simplicity yeah. of, of of the characters um, and I don't mean to be derogatory when I say s- simple folk but yeah. I think you know what I mean there's um, nothing better than seeing a great actor play a stupid person yeah. or 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 a great actor playing a character trying to get in character yeah yes, <laughs> like, yes. Like, like like um i think of who <laughs> uh, oh, oh, nicholas cage in raising arizona trying to be stupid he's hilarious it's hilarious with the diapers like as a kate blanchett role or you know everyone in boogie nights everyone in boogie nights is playing Everyone I, is a great actor playing kind of a dumb person. I I feel Boogie Nights has such I love it so much, but it has such different um, 
place for me in mm-hmm. my in like in other words that movie is not so much it's almost like i find it very serious and i feel um I feel really bad for it's almost like I feel really bad for people in the in the porn industry and I feel mm-hmm. really bad for mm-hmm. like I just felt really bad about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I felt really I feel really bad that you are gay and the love is unrequited. Yeah. I felt really bad that you know you're black, you're white, you can't get happy but yeah. you know run off together and Do find it. Yeah, I, it. like I just I, it just left me feeling in a good way though like yeah. I, you know not in like oh I don't want to watch that film ever again. Mm-hmm. You feel so bad for Dirk. Like you feel like even though he's he's Co- again Co- greedy, comes for us all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I find it, especially Julianne Moore too, with her child. Even Roller Girl when she gets insulted, insulted yeah. that, mm-hmm. in that scene in the limousine, and yeah. she feels so disrespected, and she she actually kicks him out. Mm-hmm. They beat up this 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 college yeah. kid, yeah. and I felt that scene. Like I felt such pain. Like I felt that that movie was wrought with pain. Yeah, and it's not it's, obvious. It, it's a testament to how like well. Much like any corner, but it's just how good the writing is, yeah, and superb the casting is, yeah. Like, you just yeah. like you buy that these are real people, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, that yeah. it's William H. Macy, but right now he's Jerry London, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. believe completely that Absolutely. person exists and he's hatching this scheme, Absolutely. And it's, 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 it's always that, 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 that feeling of good writing where, like, in a bad movie, the camera comes on and you see two characters, and you're like, these characters were doing nothing before the camera start yeah. turned on. Yeah. And now we're just seeing, they're just here to. This is not a world. It's this is two world. people this talking, two pe- pretending then, to be and people. And then when they yeah. leave, they do not exist. Yeah. Like, good writing is, you see that person, you're like, that person has always been there. Yeah. You they know, have, you, we lived just, in. You lived in. We're the, just those seeing clothes them in that they're wearing. I would argue. Yeah, we're just seeing them in this moment. I would argue with you, though, about how art is made. Mm. You see, when you're talking about good, good and bad, you have to be careful because a movie called In the Mood for Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the first 13 months, the actress did not know who she was or what to say. Mm. The script yeah, Linda, was developed. For you. The <laughs> script was developed over like ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, the director's doing it, and he shelved it and did Chunking Express instead, yeah. right, and then right. went back to it. Right? right. So he didn't have a script. He just had some ideas. He yeah. didn't even have a story. So the cast will tell you that for the first like two years, yeah, they did not knew know who they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was he would just say smoke, there was nothing to sit go and into smoke, the scene with, yeah. or, or talk, or walk over there across the street. Right. And he right. uses these shots. It's like, in yeah. other words, very, it's all, it was such a brilliant moving um, in a very different way, yeah. you know, and I, I have a problem with, of the, with the pacing of that movie. But anyway, that's a very good Maybe I'm not. So, so in, it's not the acting, it's not the writing, it's simply the editing. <laughs> Perhaps, <laughs> yes, but yeah. this is so, I love it so much. It has a special yeah. spot for me. I think the story is genius too. Yeah. Um, and we never and see. How it unfolds. Yeah, and also that we never see I, the other two. Really yeah. I have, a, I have a funny anecdote about the editing. No, no, I, I, I've naturally got to that. Um, uh, what was the name Rob Thomas or something is the name of the editor on mm. the film that is a pseudonym you're talking Be- in the movie for love the, uh, no, no for, for, for Fargo. Fargo okay that is a pseudonym because the Coens edit all their movies yes but they are so like they, they they they're embarrassed enough that they're like written by directed by that yeah like, uh, we don't want to put edited by us yeah so they made a pseudonym here comes the 1997 Oscars they get nominated, but it's a pseudonym being nominated. And when they're reading off the list of the editors, you just see a blank photo mm-hmm. for the editor. And they're in the audience. This is the, the, the interview them. They're in the audience going, fuck, what if we win? We have to like walk up there <laughs> so now. So funny. <laughs> and uh, um, they, they lost to the English patient. Yes. But then they're just like, 
Thank God. I would have just kept up the rules and just been like, well, he couldn't make it tonight. We're going to accept on his behalf. All right, um, so it's a big ensemble cast, and we've talked about how great everybody is in it. Um, and Bam already mentioned his Payakan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Malin, I'd like you to, if you could, pick out the the performance actor outside of the lead roles. So it can't be Francis McDormand, it can't be yeah. William H. Macy. So you pick know, someone else in the in the fray for your. It your was Mike Amagina when I mentioned him, okay, even though Bam it. loves him. But so I'll mention somebody else, which I thought was really good too, and. Mm-hmm. It's really the 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 um, escort service girl, mm-hmm. not the duet, not when they have okay. two girls each. Okay. The one okay. alone, uh-huh. um, like like watch that two scene. girls one bar. Watch that actress, mm-hmm. like like she is like control, like mm-hmm. the face, everything. Um, and she's in the movie for five minutes. Yeah, so so good. But I mean, everyone is so good. Like yeah, I said, even the the guy who argues with him about paying four dollars for the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the dumb look on his face as he's trying to. Yeah, absolutely. And I love um, Stan Grossman. I love the friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is well done. Yeah, you know. And uh, like I said, there's no section that I would cut cut away no. or cut out or yeah. get rid of. There are things to appreciate, too. Um, I was making a point when um, uh, Steve Buscemi messes up and uh, his partner has to shoot this cop. Mm -hmm, He tries to bribe the cop with a $20 bill. And um, you see the lighting in that movie? You see the lighting of Roger Deakins, by the way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So genius. So wonderful and beautiful. And um, notice... He shoots him in the head. Mm-hmm. Notice what it's not. Notice the kind of movie that it is. So it's it jars you. Yeah. It's extreme. Yeah. But it's not Quentin Tarantino blood splatter no. yeah. all yeah, yeah, over yeah, exactly. Django's face yeah, yeah, yeah. or it's, it's two little droplets on his cheek. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There. It, so it is. Um, that's what I mean. Not heightened, but, not right. Heightened. And 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 the, so it's the, it's. It is a violent film, yeah. But mm-hmm. it is not. It doesn't glorify mm-hmm. or or. It's it's how it treats value. everything. It's matter yeah. of fact. It's you very in, dry and you matter see it of fact. And it just is there. It's a part of how things unfold. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And also, we can pay attention to what the the camera does not show us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the it shows you also some simple, cruel behaviors we have as human beings yeah. like for example when they reach the cabin and they let Jean out and she's running in the snow and she's and panicking and oh no only one laughs mm. so one finds it really funny that she's lost and I think how sadistic mm-hmm. yeah, she keeps falling down and he finds it <coughs> hilarious mm. like if she hit her head on a tree he would laugh yeah. Yeah. and the other actor does not find it hilarious at all mm-hmm. he does it's almost like the worst of the killers does not want to have to do that yeah. unless he's pushed then, to do then, that. Would, you, would, you, would yeah. you qualify him as a sociopath? Because he doesn't seem to be interested in... Which? Uh, Greer. No. No. Okay. Um, I wouldn't. Because I almost feel like he's doing it because it's a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's cold and heartless. Yeah. Like an assassin sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, not but a sociopath. he doesn't take joy in it. Absolutely he's not. not. He's not he does not revel in it. Much like the film treating of violence itself. Absolutely. Yeah. And he believes, um, for example, there's a line where he says, how are you going to, f- how the fuck are we going to split a Sierra? Yeah. And he says, one <laughs> pays the other for the other half. Yeah. Right. So in other words, he's a, he's actually the more rational. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah. The, f- the, the more fair, um, less flighty panic attack. I mean, something simple like 
When you hear Steve Buscemi's monologue about why he forgot to take put on the tags or take mm-hmm. the tags off of the car, and it's just round and round and round, it reminds you of Jerry Lundegaard. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, this, yeah. Uh, just kind of hot air. Um, right. Yeah. And um, Damon, wouldn't Greer do excellence in the Breaking Bad universe as like a killer? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like the the, the twins that come up from mm-hmm. Mexico. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a strong, right. silent type. Yeah. But then you know he's such a fine actor that. Um, I think he can do something, the complete uh, flip of the coin. Peter Storm. Yeah, yeah like, um, yeah. He, they remember, yeah. remember I told you they found him as Hamlet and he was doing yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of Shakespeare Royal Company. No, I've, I have and, seen um, him go way over the top <laughs> and nail it. Like, yeah, he's, he's very good at I don't know much both. about him. Yeah. I don't know any movies he, that he's in I'm, that, like, like I, I guess I could take the he's, time he's to... He's a type that you see in a lot of different things. I can't yeah. really pinpoint a performance yeah. right now. Um for me to, to, to uh, if I were to pick one, bam, does is Norm count? Can I choose Norm? I'll, I'll take Norm. Yeah. You take Norm. Yeah. There's a movie called Norm. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, the character. The character I'm, oh, I'm picking, oh. picking mine. His, his oh, yeah. Right. Um, it would either. Be... Millen, I know you did not care for Avatar, but but Pyacon was the name of the big whale. That okay. And, and, and so fucked up the ship. Term. And, right. and he was our favorite character, and we just kind of use his name as a. Did you just say a whale fucked up a ship? Yes. Did 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 did, you, did I ever tell you about? I even put it on Facebook about ten years ago. I was writing um, a play mm-hmm. about a ship leaving Togo mm-hmm. in oh. West Africa. Mm-hmm. The the journey of the Middle Passage to come to the New World. So a whale hits the ship. Yes. Um, because the whale was called by the magic mm. of some of the captured yes. on board. Yes. And um. I didn't finish writing that play, but I wanted when people came to watch it, when you sit, your feet are immersed in water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wanted like it to be a real... Oh, cra- cra- crazy Yeah, like stuff. a real, yeah. real, real... And I wanted the, the you know, the... It's a nice 40 thing. Yeah, I wanted yeah. like like the, um, you know, the British walking through the audience, this, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted you to feel like you were trapped yeah. on the boat. Uh-huh. Um, I never finished writing it, but mm-hmm. it was about... I just figured we always hear about Africa. We always hear about New World, right? Nobody's ever made a movie. Middle hear me out. Passage, yeah. Shh, don't say Amistad because that's, that's like ten drama. minutes. Yeah, don't say ten, ten minutes of it. Yeah. I'm talking. I wanted a movie at sea. You're stuck on. And I wanted a movie yeah. on a boat yeah, only. Yeah, that's yeah. a boat, right? Yeah. It's a boat. And last voyage of the Demeter style. And you see us like <laughs> that's what came to mind. <laughs> I just saw that too. And then you, you know we're packed like sardines, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I wanted to see um, the interactions between who was chained with who, mm-hmm. not speaking the same language. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to see the, sh- the life on the ship and I wanted it to focus on the enslaved so that we would never see the face of the British. You'd only see their boots. Right. Okay. Um, I didn't want to give any credit yeah, yeah, to yeah, Right, because you're any, down there in, right, in the... In right, the, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And the um, I didn't get get very far with it because I remember I wanted to introduce cannibalism mm. and my understanding of cannibalism has changed quite a bit with, okay. with some education there. But I... I was trying to figure a way. That, that, that was a decade ago, maybe. Yeah, but hear, hear, hear me out. You've learned. You've hear learned me out. The whale hits the ship, right? Yeah. So British lose, right? You're losing all your slaves. You're losing all your loot. You're but how do the... Down. But I didn't want the enslaved to die, right? right? So I wanted them to... You know, going to fantasy here, but yeah. like, be free of these chains right, kind of right. thing. Mm-hmm. And how you would be free is you're attached to, to someone who's... who's um, like dead mm-hmm. so you can't swim with them because right. they're so heavy they can float on them you eat them off you eat the hand ah, off was what I was ah, trying to say ah, you can't okay. get it yeah, off you yeah. da, 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 da. but I got yeah. into a lot of trouble when I brought that story to some of the academic lecturers mm. at the University of the West Indies because okay. I did turn to 
for some research, mm -hmm. turned to some greats like um, a lady called Erna Broadbur. Mm -hmm. And so people that teach African history and stuff in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. I was talking to them, you know, oh, I'm writing this thing and I would love you to do You said greats. I'm like, hmm, who are our finest cannibals out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were like, no, 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 you can't do that. Or yeah. You can't do this. Da, da, da. The first thing I learned was you can't say slaves. You have to say enslaved. Mm -hmm. It's not such a good nomenclature nowadays. Right. And you know, she taught me a lot, but she was like, please research cannibalism. I don't think you should, yeah, you're going but, in the right. But, but you know me. In, in, in an act of desperation. Yeah, I'm making a movie. Like, I need to get this person off my Right, 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 right. And then I, the reason I flopped it to and shelved it was because that movie with the whale came out right after. With the, the humpback, um, it was like a re redo of Moby Dick. Oh, um, um, Thor, whatever his name No, was. that guy, you know, man, with the whale crashes into the ship. It came out like Moby two Moby years later. Yeah, mm. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. When we said we we're going to do a Fargo episode, I yeah, did not up? think we would be talking about whales crashing into <laughs> slave ships. <laughs> sorry, that, that, sorry, sorry. No, I'm happy with it. Damon, isn't every episode of this we talk about a whale in some like we No, we do. <laughs> we it's always just, mention a whale And, in and whenever episode. we do bring up back and it doesn't really spawn that. But, um, you know, that for that to happen in the Fargo episode where yeah. random things just happen, I couldn't be happier. Sure. I love that you have a soft spot for Norm because he's so yeah. he, he's such yeah. a, a human being, eh? Yeah, uh, I think it's just the fact that he is such a break from all the of the... the nicest person in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's just everyone in the movie is so nasty except, I mean, Marge... He's Just even nicer than the little boy. Yes, yeah. But wants well, to go to McDonald's. Son, Son, Sonny seems a little, a, a little shit in his own. Well, Marge, <laughs> I, 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 Scotty. Like, I like Marge, but Scotty. she does have to wrestle with this world of all these different you know duplicitous people and norm and she has that line in the end where she's like i just don't understand it and you're like yeah. for the f for seemingly for the first time pondering the evil of man don't right you even yeah. know that her job don't is. you know there's more to life than this yeah. and a little money yeah yeah and but i just love how it ends with the two of them and uh, like norm being this this home for her and yeah. he doesn't get that many scenes but every time he's there he gets his small he gets a lot he, you know he, he yeah. gets his small triumph in the end of this time. Yeah. yeah no he is but it's it's like he's not as integral a part of the story. He's very much on the sideline. Yeah, he's, I, he's the definition of supporting guard. Yeah. yeah. And every, and every yeah. time I see him, I'm just like, <sighs> just yeah. like, just take a break. A fresh break. air. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, yeah. So he, he really, and when I first watched it, even years later, it's their scenes that I would remember. As I his, agree. Yeah. He is a bit of an anchor. Yeah. Kinda, exactly. Yes. Um, and, and just to show to the anchor, that actor, to go from like the warm comfort of Norm to his one scene in Zodiac where he plays one of the most frightening oh yeah. characters yes. ever put it's to film. It's funny that you said it's, it's that. So he fast. Did that. The I range on him, the range on him is incredible. Yeah, because I've yeah. seen him play some very bad people. Yes, yeah. quite yeah. evil. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. David Fincher loves popping him out every yeah. now and again. So Fargo sparked some trouble. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a woman that died because she went up into Minnesota mm -hmm. to search for the money. Ooh. It was on the internet and it was on Ooh. social media and stuff. And she... Froze to death. I think she was... Like, not even from this part of the world, guys. Like, I think she was like a Hawaiian girl or a oh, no. Polynesian girl. But anyway, she was in love with the Coens, in love with the movie. Like us, like talking about yeah. it and stuff, whatever. Made her way, babe the blue ox, went to Brainerd. Mm -hmm. Like, she did the whole no. thing. And she went up into Minnesota and Fargo. And she searched for this money, apparently. And like, I, think, I don't know if she froze to death, but like, it's on the news. Mm -hmm. She died mm -hmm. yeah. looking for, thinking that like, a million dollars shot to 80,000. Yeah. That's a very Fargo-esque thing. <laughs> yes. Like, I could see a you character understand? in Fargo watching a movie and saying, I'm going to go and find the money and make yeah. myself, you know, rich. Um, yeah, that's very tragic. I didn't know that, that that actually occurred from the movie. So... You gotta separate art from life. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But, but, 
So back to this case of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do it in uh, No Country for Old Men. Yes. Someone and, uh, you know, it's it, and they do it in the Big Lebowski, this ransom. Yeah. yeah. So um, n- n- they're, they're, like, uh, I do love a crime film because like, all right, we need like um, a MacGuffin for all these characters. Hmm, how about a big bag of money? That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who can't relate to that? Yeah. Um, I just want to say if, uh, so for my wrap up of this, uh, I was talking with a friend just last night and I don't see him that often. And he doesn't watch that many movies. Um, he's more of a uh, TV series video mm-hmm. game guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he watched Rebel Moon, yeah. right? Fla- and Flowers of the no no, oh. no. Rebel Moon. Okay, Zack um, Snyder joint. Okay. Um, and that's so it, it's funny that movie that it it attracts people who don't typically watch movies because yeah. my wife you know she I, I, I'm, I am horrified yet fascinated by Zack Snyder that's the fan, thing Zack Snyder he, fans. he has that <laughs> grasp on people where they'll they will just watch it they'll come away from it most times not liking it yes. but still wanting to see the next Nonetheless, iteration they're just yeah. he grips them that way mm-hmm. and I told him you know the thing with me and Rebel Moon cause I tried watching it and it was the first five minutes and it starts with this narration. I think it's Anthony Hopkins. And it's talking about long ago, there was a kingdom. And then there was a man who killed the king. And then they hunted the man who killed the king. And they're just telling you all of Everything, this, yeah. right? And I got so monumentally <laughs> bored <laughs> in the first few minutes. And and I was I t- my friend was like, yeah, that's Rebel Moon. You just have it on in the background. You don't. What's a pull quote? Yeah, that's Rebel Moon. Yeah, boring. You you don't. That's yeah, that does not command your full attention. That is something you put on, and when you want to see something flashy in the middle of writing something, you just take a look at the screen, and that's what Rebel Moon is for. <laughs> and it's such a contrast. Screensaver movie. <laughs> a screensaver movie. That's a great letterboxed category. Um, it's such a contrast to movies. Like my Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I like it in the back. Yeah. Um Melan, I'm gonna make you listen to our open arm episode and I'm going to convince you through my voice. Okay. So so it's such a contrast to movies like Fargo and I would even say something like say Mad Max Fury Road, yes. right? Where you don't know anything you that's know, going shit. on in I'll, that world. I'll, 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 I'll show, no tell. Right. <laughs> you And there's all these different factions. There's all this history of what happened. Mm-hmm. You don't know how the world ended. But, but it makes it's, cl- just, it's clear from how the characters act. It's yeah. the, the characters, the way that they talk to each other, the way they interact with this world, they inform the audience and the audience picks it up as they go along. Mm-hmm. And the characters... would like to read the wiki when you're done. Yeah, if you <laughs> want to go into the backstory, you can. But you don't really need to. Like, I didn't know that about what they came up with for Norm and Marge. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is fascinating to hear it. It's not necessary in watching it because yeah. the, the their love is very present. Um, uh, Jerry's greed and his, his impotence is very much apparent. Um, you know, everything about how these characters came to be in the position that they are at the start of the movie, um, you, you pick up who they are as the movie goes on and by the end of it, you have a great understanding of them. And there's even the, the, the fact that this movie doesn't solve every mystery, I feel like, is such yeah. a, a treasure. So many movies feel like you have to put a cap on it. It's like, mm-hmm. not really. Um, Damon Lin- Lindelof, who, who made Watchmen, mm-hmm. there's a lot of... And he also made Lost. And, and he said one of the things he learned from Lost was you don't need to... If you try <laughs> to s- explain everything, you you're not going to please everybody. Yeah. You're going to, in fact, end up upsetting a lot of people. So with Watchmen, he was like... 
I'm just going to make this and I will leave some things on the table. And if you don't like that, too bad. Mm -hmm. It's better for it to exist in your imagination. Yeah, you um, so I really appreciate movies like Fargo for doing that. I also like we talked a little bit about the the kind of biblical um, parallels in yeah. this. Um, and I think it's just taking this world, this language, this this um, environment. Mean, should we have you back for the Old Brother We're Out There episode? <laughs> you know that, that I'm not as versed on that movie mm -hmm. as I am on the other Cohen Brothers films. Because so like you're saying biblical. I'm like, well, that's the Odyssey. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually have only seen that maybe once or twice. Mm -hmm. um, but this is one of those movies that whenever Big it's Lebowski. on... Mm. Big Lebowski. Big yeah. Lebowski, I'll definitely do an episode on that. Um, whenever this movie is on, I put it on just to see it, just to see where it goes. And I'm always locked into the very end. Mm -hmm. And I'm always disappointed that it's close to the end. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. let me just rewatch it from the beginning. When it's, yeah. 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 And it's not a short either. It's like no. a two and a half or like it's a long Which film. One? Fargo. This movie is 98 minutes. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, wa I put it on last night and um, my girlfriend has seen it a hundred times mm -hmm. because she's, I've seen it mm -hmm. a thousand times. Right. right. So my love averages. Every now and then I like <laughs> turn to her and I like, I like explain something, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Did you see? <laughs> Malin, is, is that your version of like a boyfriend explaining a scene from Lord of the Rings? So in this scene. <laughs> the whole night she's like, um, go and tell your movie friends that she was carrying bird seed. I don't want to know about well, the bird seed. Well, we appreciate you telling us movie friends about the bird seed. Um, before we... I'll leave it to me to give her fan thoughts, but I just want to point out, like, like I said, it's the first time I watched it, like, three nights yeah. ago, and I'm just like, wow, it's really in, in me now. Um, and this, this is so one of the, I, 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 I wish I had seen it earlier, just so every time it's on TV, I could go, ah, oh, what far ago? Yeah. It's one of those movies, like, I wish it was part of my yeah. Lex yeah. Leon, yeah. in, in that way. Um, two thoughts. I had, I had one note that I could not work my joke into, but this is, um, uh, Fargo, aka Oh Jeez, a murder mystery. <laughs> oh Jeez, that's 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 I the episode that. title. <laughs> I, love I love that. Um, and then, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapped all my thoughts. It's not wrong. even a murder mystery. It's more a kidnapping gone a, wrong. Kidnapping, right? yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she wasn't murdered. Oh, you yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she really wasn't Murder, murdered. quote unquote. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> we don't. I don't think. Okay, we know the we know yeah, guys at best not her out. Guys, mm -hmm. we know the, the, the personality of, of the guy who's alone with her. Mm -hmm. He listen, he wants pancakes house. Mm -hmm. He's like right, he's he not wants, as, he wants to serve He's TV. not as erratic and uh, yeah. watch TV We see him eating cereal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? He just wants to get the job done job and done. Yeah. Yeah. go his way and even pay you for half of the Sierra. Yeah. I don't very think he'd beat her to bludgeon in it. Mm. Yeah. He said she wouldn't stop screaming. Right. So Right away, just like, that's think, gonna attract somebody. Yeah. Oh, right. So right away, you think, it's okay, he didn't like probably passion. noise or something. Right. Maybe he he hit her, mm -hmm. but he said she fell over. Mm -hmm. So we don't, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. think he's the more sadistic of the two. Yeah. Like yeah. like like written. It, it, it's completely practical. I simply need to knock her Right, out. right. Yeah. You okay. know, he was or very close fell. to being my Pyakan, by the way. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. He, he I like that strong, silent type. Yes, and, me yeah. too. And um, he's. I mean, it shows you, yes, he's evil and depraved, yeah. how he's yeah. getting rid of, you know, just as evil and depraved yeah. and greedy as the Him other. Him and Anton Sugar would get on, Grace. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah, no talking at all. Complete silence. Right. Um, and I just want to show that one beat that Francis does that I think is maybe my my favorite little, like, section, like, you know, in those little things, like, like maybe it's written in the script, but just, like, you can't tell an actor to do this. Yeah. They simply have to know. 
uh, it's back with Mike Yamagato. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, like my wife passed. And and Marge goes, oh, at the same time her drink comes to the table. Right. And she has to like lock up. She pulls back. She pulls back immediately. Like she's like, once engaged and like society comes. And yeah. Like, oh, no, and be she polite. waits. And mm-hmm. just, it's that one tiny half a I second. I love that. I watched half it a carefully second last of just night like, too. Oh, yeah. Back. And I just like, mm, I love yeah, that because love you, 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 you can't, you, like you can't tell someone to do that. They just have to yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And she a says moment. more than that. I think it's, um, oh no, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's another word. And yeah. I saw the napkin come down mm-hmm. into the shot where, again, yeah. we don't see the waitress. We just know yeah. they've been interrupted. And how I love that moment. But too. it's so brilliant because it's like, it's, it's clearly. It's clearly choreographed. It's intentional in the scene. Like mm-hmm. a waiter didn't just interrupt yeah, yeah, yeah. the scene. Yeah. But it's it's something that's put into the scene to feel accidental. Yeah. And it it's, it comes it's, across so real to break. Right. It's so intentional, but it feels realistic. It feels like just a part, and it it makes you more immersed into it, even mm-hmm. though it is. It's an imposition by the the filmmakers. Yeah. yeah. And that's I, all over the movie. I love even her phone call. Um. The Radisson mm-hmm. is it reasonable? Yeah, yeah. So it shows you, it shows you the kind of the dialogue again, yeah. the strength in dialogue. These are these are people, yeah. and these are lives that that yeah. are being yeah. lived out here. Yeah. Right, right. So you married son of a gunner somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then final thoughts on Fargo. Um, I don't know. I, I guess people. Nineteen ninety six to now. I love it so much. I yeah. recommend it. But you know, Do guys, you like it? I didn't get that. Sense. It is dark. <laughs> you know, at the, at the same time, I feel kind of guilty about loving it so much. You know, because it's not like. Okay. Sound of music, chirping, chirping. Mm-hmm. No that, guilt in arts. Yeah, um, it, it is dark, guys. It is dark, yeah. and it. But it is a little. It's also funny, though. Yeah, it's also <laughs> it's really also funny. funny. It's like a dark comedy, and I just think it's witty, brilliant. If you haven't um, seen the genius work of these I'm directors, this, is your this cast. One coin? Yeah, okay. my favorite. I love it more than No Country by far. Okay. By far, um, yeah. Yeah. Miles, yeah. although No Country, yeah. I love and I love Big Love. Saving all my yas for the end of the episode. Um, Burn After Reading, mm-hmm. um, Barton Fink. Oh yeah, I love visually the hotel going up in flames mm-hmm. and the and the, the that's wonderful. Oh brother, we're out there. I've seen that. I think twice. That's the musical one. Yeah, yeah. Um, seen that like twice. And George Hale, Clooney is like a Hill season. I've seen that once, okay. so I haven't seen. Those are not as. Mm. They, they, What's well, his name is really great in that. Um, everyone is great in, in no, everyone. no. Um, <laughs> In Voldemort, what's his name? Oh, Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes, yeah, Ray he's Fiennes. really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, he was uh, just uh, in La- La- Lawrence Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was an early one, Blood Simple, that they did, which is also really good. Have you seen it? No, no that's that. a murder mystery, oh. or that not a not a murder mystery, but is a that murder. the one that Sam Raimi um, paid for? Like they helped him with Evil Dead, and he paid for. I don't know. Blood Simple, I think. I, I, don't, know. Says, yeah. I don't know. That's the one that um, someone was supposed to audition for and Francis went yeah, instead yeah, and that's yeah. how they met on yeah. set. And then uh, we can mention here that Ethan hasn't been doing anything really, but Joel made a movie. Oh, Dental. Um, uh, yeah, uh, did Macbeth. Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think uh, they're getting back together for a new movie now. And okay. Francis McDormand is in Tragedy of Macbeth as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of she, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. in Macbeth. But um, so there are only two adaptations so they always used to say if we're going to adapt something why not go for Cormac McCarthy so they right. the first adaptation they ever did was No Country mm-hmm. so these guys write all their stuff right. so yeah. they're really good they, they do like one dictates and one types one's better at typing you right. know they're really like old time old school and uh, so they write their stuff they, they sometimes say they write with the actor in mind they know who they want yeah. so they write for them they have their mm-hmm. troop yeah. yeah yeah so that's also really cool and uh, the second adaptation 
only thing I've heard is, is Macbeth, mm. which Joel did by himself, uh, black well, and white. So, Te- so isn't technically Oh Brother out there just an adaptation of the Odyssey? Technically, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah. So but, it's, it, it, it's 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 Shakespeare, Cormac, and um, or Homer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, much like Homer, we leave, we leave, we leave with Marge. <laughs> <laughs> very good. I like that. Good way to cap it off. Well, Maylin, thank you very much for being on. Um, we really appreciated thank all you your for facts, your passion. Me. Um, mm-hmm. We can find a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found: uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, Spotify, all them places. You can find me. Damon Type Michael. us in Google. Will I pair? Yeah, I think we will, actually. Google. I don't think there's too many movie man them out there. We're the only ones. No, you're the only ones. Yeah. Um, um, you can find me at Damon Michael Movies on Twitter and Instagram. Bam. Uh, Flat Bammy on uh, Twitter, I believe it's called. Twitter.com, yes. <laughs> and uh, in, Instabam is taken. Well, thanks, guys. You are very welcome. Thank you for coming on. And thank you all for listening. And then we'll have you back. We'll see you, you next time. Always fun. All right. You betcha.